So we were not just talkers like we are today. We were not just protesters like we are today. We were not just preachers in their nations. We had our own ministry. Oh, I hope y'all hear what I'm saying. We were not just politicians of their legislation, politicians of their countries and of their rights. We were our own leaders. Oh my God. We were not just their musicians, their entertainers as we are today. We were not gang bangers. We were not marching, marching and asking and protesting them for rights. We had our own rights. We had our own laws, our own regulations. We were once an army. Hannibal Barca was a military commander and tactician who lived from 247 to 183 BC. He is widely regarded as one of the greatest military leaders in history. First Samuel 15 and 4, so Saul summoned the men and mustered them at Talimon, 200,000 foot soldiers and 10,000 men from the tribe of Judah. Can you imagine seeing 200,000 foot soldiers, 200,000 black men, listen to this, with guns. Could you imagine seeing 200,000 black men with with swords in their hand, prepared for battle. Can you imagine what it would look like if you seen 200,000 black men not going to march, not headed to the Million Man March, not having a march on the Capitol, not just a demonstration or a show of force, but 200,000 black men preparing to fight. I'm talking about in battle, in war, preparing to kill anyone that steps in front of them. Imagine seeing 200,000 foot soldiers, black men willing to kill our enemies or die trying. First Maccabees 3 and 58, and Judas said, this is talking about Judas Maccabeus, arm yourselves and be valiant men, be valiant men, be men of honor. You see who we were? And see that ye be readiness against the morning, that ye may fight with these nations. Go fight, oh Lord, help me preach this thing, that are assembled together against us to destroy us. Aren't they assembled, uh, assembled together against us to destroy us? Didn't all nations assemble together to come into the west coast of Africa to ship your ancestors from this part of the earth to that part of the earth into this nation into that nation aren't they confederate against thee didn't they sign treaties and laws oh help me so that you can never find your way back treaties and laws to ship you as cargo to other nations aren't they all assembled together to fight you but the christian church want to tell you to turn the other cheek oh lord we're not preaching about that no lord no we not 98 percent of the bible is about war god is a god of war listen to this let's continue on first maccabee 3 and 58. And Judas said, Judas Maccabeus said, arm yourselves. You better arm yourself and be valiant, man, and see that ye be in readiness against the morning, that ye may fight with these nations that are assembled together against us to destroy us. You see this? For it is better for us to die in battle than to behold the calamities of our people. We were once an army. We were once an army. Judas Maccabeus said that it is better to die in battle. Mm, Lord, that's why I said, imagine seeing 200,000 black foot soldiers 
prepare to fight against our enemies or die trying. Do you hear what I'm saying? We were once willing to die rather than to behold the calamities that would have befallen our people. I remember Kanye West saying that slavery was a choice and many black people got upset about it. We've been brainwashed so much that we believe that we had no choice, that our ancestors had no choice, that when they came to the west coast of Africa, they had no choice but to get on the boat. Are you insane, <laughs> right? Not realizing that hundreds of millions of our ancestors fought and died rather than get on the boat and go over to the, look, and go over to all these foreign and strange lands to behold the calamities that would befall to our people. We were once an army. We were once an army. Do you know why Canada till this day is subject to Great Britain and subject to America? Because they don't have a strong army. Do you know why many of the African nations, all of the African nations till this day is subject to Western European powers because they don't have a strong army. Do you know why today China can do whatever the hell they want, literally whatever the hell they want, go into any country, exploit any natural resources. Do you know why? Because they have a strong army. Do you know why America and why Russia can go into any country and do whatever they want? Because they have a strong army and contrary to popular belief as they try to promote to black America they don't want us to they don't try to promote uh, controlled violence to us right even though they have taken everything in the whole world by violence but when they promote violence to us it's gangbangers and thugs but they don't promote you never see no uh, black movie about Troy you see the movie the Romans movies about the Romans and when they show them Troy and you see the movies gladiator they show the white uh, white the white soldiers and men of valor and honor. How many of the white actors in movies do you see of them with swords in their hand and fighting and conquering and taking things by the sword, but they never show you any movies of black men doing, Lord, help me preach this thing. The first movie they come out with of black people with sword was woman king of the black woman killing you. <laughs> Lord, help me preach this thing. Contrary to popular belief, armies matter. Military powers matter. Having military power is the difference between being self-sufficient and being subject to. Having military power is the difference between being the conqueror and the conquered. The book of Joshua 88 and 38. And the Lord said to Joshua, fear not, neither be dismayed. Behold, I have given thy into your hand, her king and her people, and thou shalt do unto them as thou didst to you, Jericho and her king, and only the spoil thereof and their cattle shall you take for prey for yourselves. Lay ambush to the city. Look at this part. Joshua did according to the word of the Lord and chose from amongst the sons of war 30,000 valiant men and sent them and they laid ambush to the city. Joshua chose from among the, look at this, the sons of war. We were sons of war. We are not just, you know what I'm saying? We are not just thugs. We are not just gangsters, rappers, preachers, politicians, employees, employers in their country, businessmen and women in their country. We sons of war. Joshua chose 30,000 of them. We were once an army. We were once an army. And we will be again coming here shortly, very soon. The book of Judges 3 and 1. These are the nations the Lord left to test all those Israelites who had not experienced 
any of the wars in Canaan. He did this only to teach warfare to the descendants of the Israelites who had not had previous battle experience. God is currently giving you battle experience, letting you suffer to teach you endurance, letting us experience misery so that we can overcome any adversities. I hope someone hears what I'm saying. We are being tested. This is our battle experience. We are the descendants of those Israelites. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So the last 400 years, we have been being tried through the fire, trials and tribulations, getting battle tested to come out, as the scripture says, as pure gold. We were once an army. Revelations 19 and 19. I got to hurry this up. And I saw the beasts and the kings of the earth and their armies assembled to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. I saw the armies of the world, the nations of the world, the kings and the princes, the presidents and the prime ministers. I saw them and their armies assembled to make war against Christ and his army. So they're making war against Christ, but they're also making war against Christ's army. You are that army. You are the army that the beast, that the nations have assembled to make war against. You can see it right now. You are the armies that the nation, the army that the nations currently are held captive. But the scripture says that the captives will be set free. The scripture says that the weakest amongst them will be like David. The scripture says that God will bring all nations down for battle to the valley of Jehoshaphat. God said that he will punish the sons for the sins of the father to the third and fourth generations. Contrary to popular belief, we are not a peaceful people. We're not. We are a people of war. Lord help me. We are not a peaceful people and we should not be ashamed about it. Not at all. Wonder why the police patrol our neighborhoods and not theirs. We are not a peaceful people. You know, they try to portray that because, you know, some of the black woke crowd try to say, oh, black people, we are peaceful. people. We are not a peaceful people. We are a people of war like our God. Lord help me. But we are just in a slumber. We are just in a sleep. We are wrestling with flesh and blood. We are wrestling with our own flesh and blood. We are wrestling with our own people, our flesh and blood. Do you hear what I'm saying? We are fighting amongst each other, fighting amongst ourselves instead of fighting the principalities, the rulers, the leaders of this evil world and the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. But a great awakening is coming for us. A great awakening is coming for us. The only problem with us is that we are disorganized. Oh, Lord, that we preach this thing. Currently, we are fighters, but we are not soldiers because soldiers have a commander. And the great commander, our great commander, is coming to organize us, to gather us. What he say? I'm going to gather them from the four winds where I scattered them. What he says? I'm going to gather them from all nations where I scattered them. What he said? I'm going to rise up a great commander for them, a leader for them, Jeremiah 30 and 9. But they shall serve the Lord their God and David, their king, who I will raise up to them. David going to be raised. Uh, Christ, the son of David, is going to be raised. Our commander, our king, Christ is coming to redeem us, to save us. Look at the rest of this verse, Jeremiah 30 and 10. Therefore, fear not, 
O my servant Jacob, fear not, Israelites, saith the Lord, neither be this made, O Israel, for I will save thee from afar and thy seed from the land of their captivity. You are going to be saved from afar and your seed from the land of captivity. I am literally shocked that we are in the last days and people still cannot interpret these scriptures. It obviously only pertains to one people on the planet earth and that's the blacks that were scattered to all nations on ships. The Bible says, fear not, I'm gonna save thee from afar and thy seed from the land of their captivity. Well, whose seed is living in the land of their captivity right now? 400 years ago, our people came here on ships. We are the seed of those people who were slaves here and we're still in the Kivity, period. Lord, help me preach this. I remember some of the black Republicans saying things like, I'm not a victim and black people are not oppressed. I remember them saying that like it was yesterday and you still hear some of them say this today. And from the surface of it, it kind of sounds true. Black people are not oppressed and they would say, oh, they have the same rights that any other American has and they can go do anything that any other American can do. And from the service, when you first hear that, you're like, wow, that doesn't really, you know, this is, you know, we in our captivity, we in the land of our captive, but, you know, it kind of sounds like, oh, maybe they're not oppressed, right? But until you learn that they are God's chosen people. Do you think that black people in America, God's chosen people, are living in a condition that is worthy of a God? Are black people in America and those scattered abroad, are they living in the conditions today that God would think would be worthy or suffice for his people, his chosen people, his saints? Oh, Lord, you don't hear what I'm saying. His set apart people. Do you think black people are living like that? And see, now you start to feel it. Now the fear of the Lord starts to come on you because you say, wait a minute. <laughs> the creator of the universe's people are living like that in Detroit. Oh, he going to be pissed. He finna come destroy all this. They living like that in London. Oh, he finna be pissed. He coming to kill everybody and destroy everything. Now you get it. When you think that they just some thugs and some thoughts, you say, oh, yeah, they'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, pick yourself up by your own bootstrap. Uh, pass a law for them or something. You know what I'm saying? Give them a fair housing act or something. Give them a little welfare or something like that. When they just thugs and thoughts, they nobody. Nobody coming to save them. They nothing. But when you think of them as God's chosen people, the fear immediately comes on you. Because you know, shit, they not living right. You see what I'm saying? God is not about to be pleased with their condition. Hey, if you haven't already, send your tithe, offering, or donation to Cash App, money sign, Leo Dunson, or also to leodunson.com slash donate, and may the glory of God and his blessings be upon you. Just like you, as if you was a father or a mother, would you be pleased to see your people in that condition, your kids in that condition? Nah, you coming to kill everybody. <laughs> uh, Trayvon Martin, uh, George Floyd, oh, you coming to kill everybody. Everybody going to get it. Look at what it say. I will put the sins of the father on the sons to the third and fourth generation. That's how you would feel as a dad. Seeing us in this condition. Lord, help me preach this thing. Last scripture, Jeremiah 30 and 11. For I am with thee, saith the Lord. Save thee, though I make full end of all nations where I have scattered thee. Yet will I not make full end of thee.
but I will correct thee in measure and I will not leave thee all together. <laughs> Let's leave it there because that is clear cut as day. If you can't see that he is going to gather the scattered, let's leave it there. I'm going to do a military series this month and next month coming up. God is a God of war and he will redeem you with a mighty hand. He is coming to redeem us with a mighty hand, a strong hand, because there can never be no true freedom without bloodshed. All glory to the Most High Yah. All glory to the Most High God. All glory to Christ our King. Receive this in the name of Christ. I'll talk to you guys soon. Shalom. Shalom. Hey, thank y'all for tuning in. That's all I have for you today. If you would like to see this full video in its entirety, please subscribe at my ministries channel, ministries.leodunson.com. You know, Facebook, YouTube, you know, they, <laughs> they ban me, they shadow ban me, they block me. There's certain things that I can't say. If you want the video in its entirety, the full video, go to ministries.leodunson.com.